0: Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more, and leave us some feedback.
1: Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast. A production of John Konzano's Baldface Truth.
2: Back to the Baldface
3: Truth with John Kanzano on 750 hey. The Game.
0: Yeah. 127th Civil War football game on Friday, Ottson Stadium. Game will be on Fox. I'll be there. It'll be my 20th. I'm not bragging, but uh, I, I love this series. I love that these teams play each other. Uh, I love that uh, I've got a chance to get to know this rivalry series a little bit. Dan Lanning, Oregon coach, joining us.
3: Um, how are you, man? I'm doing good, John. How are you? I was just wondering, like, who picks the music for your intros and stuff? Are you? Is that you?
0: Not me. Cooler people than me. What do you have? You have a suggestion for us?
3: No, no. I just, I kind of just haven't heard that song in a long time. The Woohoo song. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good pull. I feel like that was right back when I was in high school. Maybe. Are maybe you saying that?
0: Wait a minute. Are you saying the uh, the music's outdated, or are you saying, hey, that's good? No, it's, no, that's a flashback. no,
3: I mean, it's good for me. Well, Who's your target audience? Are you looking it's you. for everybody? <laughs> no, know. It's if, you. Yeah. If your target audience is a 37 year old, yeah, you're all spot on. If you want to get some of these younger guys, you got to throw some NBA young boy on there or something.
0: I don't know. I don't know if we need them yet. You know, right? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm more. I'm more into like the 37 year old homeowner, father, husband. <laughs> Owns a barbecue pit, knows what he's doing with a smoker, you know. I've watched a few movies. Yeah, you're, all,
3: you're spot on. Just keep that's, doing what you're doing, it sounds that's, like. That's sounds my like God. you're spot on.
0: Hey, uh, do you do a turkey? Are you a turkey guy? Does Sophia do the turkey? Who does the turkey Thanksgiving?
3: <laughs> I don't do a turkey. Um, like, this year, I don't think we're, like, do you know we play on Friday? You, you know we play on Friday, right? I know it's you like, play I mean, on like, Friday, yeah. Yeah, so, like appreciate it. I'm thankful. Like let's go win a ball game, right? Like But like, you eat. I don't think we're doing Thanksgiving tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow. Like we got we got meetings, we got like I got work to do tomorrow. Like uh-huh. give me my cup of coffee and uh we so we had a Thanksgiving dinner today with our team. So, okay. I know it's Wednesday. But you saw so Thanksgiving dinner today with the team. Yeah, absolutely. So, check that box. Like let's go play football, right?
0: All right, I got a question for you, because your your kids are amazing, and they're adorable, and I've seen them at games, and they're wearing jerseys, and I've noticed Mm -hmm. that a couple of them wear 58, and, you know, not all three are running around in a 58 jersey. How do they pick the jerseys that they wear?
3: These are all great questions for my wife, Um, (laughs) because I don't know the answer to that. Thanksgiving. she, She probably does tell them what to wear, what not to wear, whatever, but... You know, someday maybe she could fill in for me instead of me on the yes. show. She could do it, yes. and you guys could, have, you know, these tough, hard-hitting questions about like what the boys wear to games. Cause no, I don't but, know the answer to that.
0: I but I thought like I I think it's you know you, you're wearing number fifty-eight. I'm like, is that their favorite player? Is it? Do they have like a connection?
3: with so I know like with... Penny wore it before, and and now it's Jackson Powers Johnson. Um yeah. I think I saw Caden rocking a ten the other day, and that's Bo. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, so. I, but I don't. I don't want to tell you wrong because I don't know the science okay. behind it. Oh, I don't know correct. if it's a, that's the clean jersey. I don't think they have a bunch of jerseys, you know. Yeah. And maybe that's what we got to do is start rotating how many jerseys they have. I don't. I don't know how many they have, but uh,
0: are they Kansas City yeah, Chase I fans? I don't know the science behind.
3: Did you? They have to be. They're. They do not have a yeah. choice. Yeah, they like, don't have a choice. I don't know if they're as passionate about it as I am, you know, because I've, I've told you before that I've got. Great sons, but I don't know if they love football quite like I love football
4: yet. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah. But they don't have a choice; they have to be Chiefs fans. That's that's not a choice.
0: Dan Lanning answering all the hard hitting questions. Uh, let's pivot that's to in. the game. Um, Oregon State, Washington on film. You have saw it. You know those teams. What did you think of that game as you watch it on film? It's different than watching it, like you know, from a media perspective or a fan perspective. Mm-hmm. What did you see?
3: Well, just a great battle. I mean, two you know really well-coached teams with, with good players on both sides of the ball, and uh, you see a play here or there, either direction, and you're looking at a different result in that game. So, um, I, you know, I've said it before, but I'm always impressed with the way Jonathan's teams play here at the end of the year. I just think they play their best ball at the end. I mean, the way they finished off last season against Florida in the bowl game and um, how they're playing right now, they're playing their best ball. They're really physical team. Um they've got great talent, and uh, they've done a really good job coaching those guys. And uh, last week's game was a battle, and I know they didn't come out on top of it, but I mean, I think anybody that watched that game could have seen it, you know, one, one change here, one change there could have been a different result. I look
0: at good teams and you often will see good teams that you know win a lot of close games. And Washington's done that this year, and you know you guys yeah. have, have won games. And what do you think is the difference? Is there, is there a common factor? Is it experience? Is it the quarterback play? Is there something in close games that especially matters?
3: Well, I'd say more than anything, probably just experience, right? Like, what what's your team experienced already? Um, you know, and, and uh, you always hope to come out on the right side of games like that. But if you have experience in games like that, you can learn from games like that. And uh, obviously Washington's done a great job of that so far this season. You know, Oregon State's had some tough um, battles but have come out on the right side of a lot of those. and I, I know that we have a team here at, at Oregon that's certainly learned from every experience, wins and losses, and uh, when you have experience, you get a chance to win tight games.
0: You guys, health-wise, how are you feeling?
3: Yeah, great. I mean, it's at the end of the year, so nobody feels great, but um, we feel good. We feel really good.
0: I I think it, a Friday game gives you guys an opportunity obviously you know you got a stage that everyone will be paying attention to it's a big game there's a Pac-12 championship at, you know at, at at stake and you guys have a chance to get to Vegas and you know how do you how do you keep you guys um you want them you want them to know the stakes but you also want them to kind of just you know play focused and play their best football is there is there a, uh, a way that you have to manage that as a coach, or have they figured that out at this point of their college careers?
3: Yeah, they figured it out. Look, I don't have to make this game any bigger than it is. It's big, and uh, our players know that. They knew that ever since we walked out of the locker room at NC, um, you know, in, in Washington, not that long ago. So
1: yeah.
3: um, they realize how important every single game is. I don't have to make it about that. It's about us executing, and uh, this will be an emotional game, but it's one where you can't let. Um, the emotions be bigger than the execution. And uh, I think every one of our players understand the goal at hand and I'm really proud of this team and the way that they've worked so hard this year and uh, excited to see them get out there on the field on Friday.
0: Jonathan Smith yesterday told me that The Godfather was one of his top movies. You approve of that. Um,
3: yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Which one, though? Does he like them all? Is, I, does he start with number one, I guess? he
0: He just said Godfather. He's not into movies the way you are. He's, you know, he's, yeah. he's I mean, not.
3: Godfather's great. It's just like, do you have three hours to sit down and really lock it in? Um, you know, Godfather 2 would be my pick, but they're all good.
0: Why do you like Godfather 2 better?
3: It's a little more action, I think, you know, I don't know. Um, I feel like that's when that's when Al Pacino really comes out, you know, and you really get to experience all of him. But um,
0: kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of like Oregon, Washington too. That I'm looking forward to the action in that.
3: <laughs> and, well, we got to take care of. Um, we 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 got work in front of us right now, and we're certainly the work in front of us is is a great challenge. This is a good team we're about to play, man. I'm really excited to play them. Um, it's going to be a fun, physical game, but uh, it it certainly starts there.
0: Last season, Oregon State in the fourth quarter just ran and ran and ran. Your guys,
3: yeah. Did you guys
0: remember that? Take that personally. <laughs>
3: Oh, remember it well. Yeah, we remember it very well, and um, credit to them. You know, you look at the game that you're walking in, I think 34-17 in the fourth quarter, and then for us not to be able to finish that off the way we needed to was, was, you know, very disappointing. And an opportunity for self-reflection as coaches and players both. So credit to them. They did a great job, and we didn't do good enough. But, um, yeah, we we certainly remember it well.
0: There's something in this game that I think – you know only because i've been here a while and i've seen these two teams these programs play each other i think these are the two most physical teams in the conference and you know you could talk me out of that but i i think you guys have a physicality to you that wasn't typical of oregon teams under chip kelly and other coaches they were they were good they just weren't they weren't physical in the way that you guys are physical and i think oregon states that way do you see that on film or do you see that on your own team when you're playing
3: yeah, I certainly see it with our guys, um, and Oregon State is definitely a physical team as well. You know, one of the things that's been fun for me this year um, to experience is, like, you know, last year being here, I thought we had a, a really talented team, um, but I don't know that they were always excited when I told them, hey, boys, we're banging in practice today. And this year, it's more like if we're not banging in practice, they're like, hey, coach, what's going on? What do you mean? What do we mean we're not sudden in practice? and it's That fires you up as a coach. So. We have, a, we have a team that seeks contact, that, that likes contact, and uh, Oregon State certainly plays a physical brand of football as well, so it um, should be a fun matchup.
0: What does that sound like when you guys are banging in practice?
3: Well, I'm not good at like sound effects with my mouth or whatever, but just like a, like cars crashing, things like that, I guess is what I would describe it as. Right? But,
0: like If I blindfolded you and you could just listen to mm-hmm. practice, would you be able to tell me, yeah. oh, yeah, this is my kind of practice?
3: Well, that's kind of what I always tell our players is, like, hey, we, if we can close our eyes, we'll know, like, if we're practicing well, if we can hear it. And um, they do a pretty good job of that.
0: When when you were a kid, did you have a uh, Kansas City Chiefs jersey that you wore? You can answer that. I don't have to go to your wife for that one. But, you know, did you have a yeah, Did you have a Derek, Derek Thomas? Derek Thomas, Derek Thomas. Thomas.
1: yeah. Absolutely. I think I asked you
0: that
3: before. Derek Thomas, jersey. Really. I don't know if you have or not, but, yeah, I had a Derek Thomas jersey for sure.
0: Are your parents coming to this game? Are they out there? Like it's a holiday, or are they just—they're they,
3: not. They're no, they're not. No, they, they uh, I think they got a big Thanksgiving crew that they uh, that they got coming through the house there in Richmond, Missouri. So I, I know they'll be tuned in, but uh, no, they will not be at this game.
0: Okay, Thanksgiving tradition in your household as a kid. What do you remember?
3: Uh, I mean, my grandma made, like, this awesome, like, pumpkin custard and stuffing. It was always really cool. I mean, but really the whole crew kind of came to the, to the house, and we'd watch the Macy's, you know, day parade. <laughs> we'd yep. watch the Cowboys and the Lions play and we eat way more than we should, and uh, a lot of great friends and family and fellowship. The,
0: uh, you know, the pundits will say, they They want to see how you guys look. they want to see how all all these teams look. They've got to rank the committee's got to rank teams. Are you focused on beauty points, <laughs> the beauty pageant, the style or is it just winning or you want to, obviously as a coach, maybe you just want to play the best possible game you can play?
2: There
3: you go. That's it. go 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 play the best your you know your ability play the your standard and the rest takes care of itself.
0: I appreciate you coming on the show. I'll ask your wife about the yeah. jerseys. I'll ask your wife about Thanksgiving, what's going on. Uh, we won't uh, We won't bother with that anymore. But I'm looking forward to this. Like, you know, it's a, an opportunity. This is, you know, I don't know. I, I think the ADs are going to figure it out. I do think you'll play Oregon State moving forward. I think that's going to happen. But I think um, this one feels special. It does. Uh, you guys have an opportunity to play for more than just a rivalry. And more than just a football game, it's uh, it's you know it's a gateway to where you want to take the program, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly a fun opportunity to sit in front of us, and uh, one of those things that remind you how thankful you are. So, what are you thankful yeah. for? What are you thankful for, John? You know, family. Thankful I'm, while I'm while thankful
1: for
0: family. I mean, they they keep me and these three daughters keep me in check. Got a great wife thankful for you coming on the show all the time. Jonathan Smith came on yesterday. You two we have two really good coaches in the state. I have a lot of gratitude, man. I was walking around all day today. I was like, you know, I have a lot of gratitude for the position I'm in, the job I have and the people I get to meet and talk with, including you.
3: We're blessed, man. We're blessed. Enjoy. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think you... it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun on Friday.
0: And you said it, like, you had that news conference a couple of Mondays ago where everybody was asking you about the jobs and everything, and I thought you you really spoke from the heart, and I think you just, it was like a slam dunk. Like, here's what I'm, the position I'm in and what I'm grateful for, and, you know, a lot of coaches don't have that context. I think a lot of coaches are looking other places, thinking about the things they don't have. I've heard coaches, that coaches have bitched and belly ached to me about, we don't have enough urinals in our practice, we don't have this, You know, you came into that news conference, and you just kind of shut it all down.
3: (laughs) I've got a funny comment about urinals, but I'm not going to say it right now. Just based on me pulling that up. But, yeah. No, we're blessed, man. We're blessed. Absolutely. How how lucky are we?
0: What about the urinals? Come on.
3: Nothing. I just saw a picture on the Internet or whatever this week that that I thought was interesting about somebody that apparently wasn't able to find a urinal. uh, Oh.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, they need a few more
3: at Reeser Stadium. It's beautiful. <laughs> but have you ever heard of enough urinals? There's never enough urinals. But never. you know what? Yeah. We're blessed. We're blessed. So. You know what?
0: They, do you, uh-huh. have you ever, you've never been as a fan to, like, all these Pac-12 stadiums. i got to tell you, like, at Stanford, you walk in there. I used to go to games at Stanford as a kid. You walk into the bathroom at Stanford, it's a trough on the ground. You just, you're peeing on the ground. And and it's like a bunch of dudes shoulder to shoulder just kinda quietly peeing into this trough, Nobody's saying a word. And then you go to some other places and they got the fancy automatic urinals and a line out the door. Like, you know, there's we don't have to complicate this thing.
3: Is there a correlation though, like between like solid urinals and good football teams or no? no I don't
0: think so. I don't I don't think so, yeah, but you it don't want to matter. But that vid- that picture I saw or that video, that guy had a strong stream. That was some steam coming off that. That was that was never, not a not bad.
3: Yeah, I never thought we'd get to this point, but I know. yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It looks solid. Looks like he, yeah, strong for sure.
0: All right, this interview is disintegrating. All right, Dan Lanning, I will see you Friday. Good luck to you at the game and uh, happy Thanksgiving.
3: Happy Thanksgiving, John. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one.
0: All right, there he is, Oregon's coach. Never know where the interviews are going to go. Yeah. Uh, start the interview, he's telling me, you know, we've got the wrong landing on the show. Need to be talking to Sophia about, you know, why the kids are wearing the 58 jerseys and the 10 jer- I just thought it was interesting. A couple of his kids happen to be wearing, uh, you know, number 58. And, cu- and one of them is wearing number 10. And I thought, okay, are those just the jerseys that were available? Or is there a reason? Like, do they have a favorite player on Oregon's team? I don't know. Good stuff with Dan Lanning. See, we had Jonathan Smith on yesterday. Great interview. Went places. Dan Landing today, <laughs> talking. End up talking about that that video. I don't know if you've seen the video he's referring to. It's at Research Stadium. It's last Saturday night, and there's a little bit of a problem on the west side of the stadium. The so west side of the stadium is beautiful. There's a lot that is right about the west side of the stadium. I told Oregon State, you did it right. You did it. You know. But I haven't been there as a fan during a game when there's lines. And apparently they're going to have to come up with a better solution for the restrooms, particularly on the west side, to make the line move faster. And, And the issue is that it's individual urinals and there's not enough of them. So a fan who apparently did not have time to wait in line relieved himself on the concourse and somebody videoed it.
2: Do we know if it was an Oregon State or Washington fan cuz I was going through the no. comments and some people were saying it was a Washington fan. Could be. Could be a Washington fan. I, and it, here's the other thing like I I
0: was going through the comments too and I saw somebody say, "Hey, my 70-year-old dad was waiting in line and he had to go and, you know, there's just nowhere to go. You're waiting in line, you're stuck and, you know, for some people that's not You know, you can't stand there for 25 minutes waiting. So, Oregon State's going to have to figure that out next year. Either they're going to have to bring in porta potties to try to shorten the line and put a like a bank of porta potties somewhere, or they're going to have to go back into the bathrooms and they're going to have to reconfigure and go, okay, take all the urinals out, do what Stanford did. Stanford's bathrooms and you know, maybe you know, maybe I'm dating myself here, but Stanford's bathrooms used like gravity as the method for flushing in Stanford's bathroom. It was a trough on the ground and literally it's just slanted so that all the urine is running one direction. And that's how it goes in the men's restroom at Stanford, at least is how I remember it. Leave it here. You got the bald face trip. Well, my conversations with Jonathan Smith yesterday, really interesting. I left that conversation. Thinking a lot about whether or not he's going to be at Oregon State long term is, you know, a lot of people listened to that interview and listened to the podcast of it, and I wrote about it, and it became a topic of conversation. I think all last night and all this morning, and uh, Scott Barnes, the athletic director at Oregon State, issued a statement this morning that I have no doubt he would not have issued had Jonathan Smith not come on the radio show yesterday and said the things that he said. Um, we've talked about it a little bit today. I, I'm going to open the phone lines. If you'd like to talk more about what you heard from Jonathan Smith yesterday and what it means and what he should do, feel free to call in at 503-417-7575. Dan Lanning, Oregon coach, different conversation today, but, hell, there was some range to that conversation. Stephen, we start the talk-talk, you know, about music. Then I'm asking him about Thanksgiving. He's deferring to his wife I'm asking him about his kids' jersey selections because I want to know, like, how do the kids pick their jerseys? Like, do they have a favorite player? What's, a, what's that about? And he's saying, you know, you might as well have Sophia on the show. Then we go into some football. Then we go into some Godfather. Then we just start talking at the end of that interview, and it, and it devolves into a conversation about the fan who was urinating at Research Stadium last Saturday night. And uh, what did you make of that interview? Is that a good interview or a bad interview?
2: I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, very entertaining. it It makes Dan Landing come across just as a you know as a good person that like, you know, is aware of what's going on. And um, I loved his answers that he had for certain questions. Like, you know, like I, I do that too, where people ask me questions. And I don't know the answer. And it's like, go, go ask my wife. Like, she knows. She's smarter than I am. Like, she knows the answer. I don't know. And, like, so, you know, I think a lot of us have been in that situation. I loved his answer of, uh, you know, about Thanksgiving. And he's like, we're not celebrating Thanksgiving, John. You know, we play Friday. I'm thankful. I want to get a win. Like, that, a real football answer. It was just, it was wide-ranging. It, it was good across the board. And I thought, you know what? He, it seemed like he wanted to keep talking. Like, it, you know, it was wrapping up where you could have wrapped the interview up. You kind of did. And he just, he went on a rant about, uh, you know, the guy. Urinating at Reese's Stadium. Like he wanted to talk about it. He I think he thinks it's funny, so he just wanted to bring it up. I thought it was really good. I think sometimes
0: a lot of people we get caught in this industry and talking about X's and O's and twelve personnel, thirteen personnel, stuff you know, the A gap, stuff like that. What coverage are they in? And I often find that the coaches don't even want to have that conversation. They'd much rather talk about other things. We talked about a lot of other things with Dan Lanning. Anna's in the studio. And part of my job interviewing coaches is, um, is about, you know, helping listeners get to know them. You know, we've talked about the uh, urination scene at Racer Stadium. I guess that's interesting. I learned a little bit about Dan Lanning. I learned that he had a Derek Thomas jersey as a kid that he wore. I learned that his uh, parents are having Thanksgiving in Kansas City. They won't be coming out to Eugene. I, I learned that Lanning had Thanksgiving today with his team will not celebrate Thanksgiving tomorrow. I don't know why they can't just eat. Can they Can they eat turkey?
4: You know? Um, you know, I don't know. When you're
0: interviewing somebody, what are you trying to get out of it?
4: Well, I mean, you're just trying to get beyond the coach speak. I think that's half the challenge when you're talking to people who are used to doing interviews. And, you know, sportsing interviews is what I like to call them. Oh, we sportsed real hard today, you know, but their team sports better than we did. And so you're getting beyond that, which I appreciate. But it, I, I find that it only works when you are interviewing somebody who is comfortable in their own skin. And that's where I think, you know, people really get a chance to learn about Dan Lanning because he does strike me as somebody who is just – he's not trying to put on, like, a show. He's not trying to um, – like, the imposter syndrome kind of thing. He's not trying to be somebody that he's not. He just – I think, is how he presents himself, not that far off. Like, we all do it to some extent, but that's why I think the conversation with him is comfortable, right? You've tried to have that same conversation with other people. And
0: they, some of them don't want to have it.
4: And they don't want to have it. They're much more comfortable staying in the narrow lane of, well, let's just talk sports. Let's keep it to the football, because I don't really want to talk about anything but.
0: Yeah, and I think... Um... You know, I've criticized coaches in the past who want to only talk about football. Mark Helfrich was one of those guys. He wasn't as comfortable talking about other things. Uh, I feel like I can push Dan Lanning into other areas, and he's willing. He's a willing participant mm-hmm. to go in those ways. And I think that does endear him in some ways to, uh, to um, some of the other uh, listeners who are eavesdropping on the conversation. Jonathan Smith yesterday... Similar type interview. Like, he went places in the interview that he did not go with other media members when they asked him about, you know, his job status. He declined interviews with national media members in the last week. He didn't want to do them. He, you know, was basically saying, I'm going to stick to football, stick to football. Yesterday was the first time he talked about it, and he talked, I thought, pretty authentically and candidly about
4: it. I mean, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that, like, how long have you known him now how long have you you know established a working relationship with him I think there's a mutual trust there that you're not gonna hose him misquote him put it out of context because you know let's be real like if he does that same interview with somebody with the national media or something There's a high chance that that story gets turned and twisted around and the context of what was said isn't included in what ultimately ends up in print or broadcast.
0: Does that mean that you have not had contact with those schools or your agent hasn't or, you know, people were worried. They keep asking me, is he leaving, is he leaving? And I said, it's not his style.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'm not trying to be sarcastic here. It's like yeah. I've got an agent that's got a job. He best be finding out what what is out there and, and people calling in, right? I mean, that's how that works. I can tell you from his, his side, he best be working just because I'm paying him so much, right? They get a percentage of <laughs> I'm making a couple million bucks. Right? Right.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, right. so I'm not trying to be sarcastic. So, right. And I think. Any coach, they're aware of what's potentially out there through if, they're, if their agent's doing their job. And, again, I'm not trying to dodge the question or anything, but I'm also trying to be truthful here yeah. of how this thing works.
0: There you go. Jonathan Smith. Opened a can of worms, but also, I thought, really is trying to be truthful there. I wonder how this factors in the game on Friday. I wonder if his team hears this or does he address this with his team today uh... i'm curious to see if there will be an impact on friday uh... bruce is in portland Has called in we got a line open at five oh three four one seven seventy five seventy five bruce what's on your mind
1: hey john A couple things i think anna hit the nail on the head when you're doing your interviews you're really good about getting into other things other than coach speak and i think it kind of puts the the coaches and people you're interviewing at ease it's kind of nice to hear every now and then um, John, and in regard to his coaching decision, I'm a duck, obviously, and grew up essentially at Austin Stadium, but Jonathan Smith's the best thing that's happened to Oregon State in a long, long time. And it's unfortunate that the league broke apart right now. I think that's going to be the biggest factor in trying to retain that guy because what the heck is OSU's future? Who are they going to play, and how is that going to affect recruiting? If they can get something on paper, obviously, before the uh, portal deadline is critical. It's coming up in a couple weeks. Um, it would be beneficial to everybody that is affiliated with Oregon State. Um, I, I personally, in, in listening to him, I think he's going to stay. There hasn't been a coach that's left Oregon or Oregon State that's really had success anywhere else. Everybody thinks this is a stepping stone school. I don't think that's the case anymore. Both these programs are on the up and up. Um, And I think it's a good place to land, especially being an alum here and growing up here. It's like, where else would you want to live, you know? Um, And then, Anna, a couple things you said last, earlier in the week, regarding the Civil War and Oregon State's wanting to to play Washington more than they would Oregon. I don't think that's true at all. Every Oregon State fan I know relishes in the fact that Oregon State has a chance to beat their big brother, as we're called. Mm -hmm. Um, They look forward to this game forever they've looked forward to it for a hundred years now and if, if it goes away it's going to be really sad. I've heard callers say why do we want to play Oregon State if it's a you know potential loss It's tradition and its' history and they're right in your backyard. I think this game would do both schools a benefit, especially Oregon State being you know especially us moving to the big 10 and, and going where we're going it would help everybody and keep this rivalry going and John I think Oregon is on a different track this year. They are going to beat Oregon State. Um, it would be a shame that for Oregon to lose and have Arizona backdoor yeah. into the championship game. That would suck, you know. Yeah. And then I agree. I,
0: and I go beyond that. I think Oregon has got its eye on the playoff, not just making it, but battering inside the playoff.
4: And I just like that he called in to disagree. I love that <laughs> this is a place where we can disagree. Thank
0: you. Anna's not always right.
1: Is the <laughs> is the answer to yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs>